I'm Mike Green, Public Awareness Officer for the American Mathematical Society, and I'm talking with Dr. Volker Mag, who is at the Fraunhofer Institute for Industrial Mathematics in Germany, about the math involved with gemstone cutting. And Volker, can you give us a general idea of the math used and how it's used? Yes, well, thanks for having me here. The main goal of what we are wanting to do is we want to embed a faceted gem into a rough stone. So by doing so, we want to use the material of the rough stone as good as possible, so not much material is lost. But at the same time, you also want to achieve that the resulting gem uh, should look quite beautiful. And if we are able to do that, then we can send the resulting calculations to an automatic cutting machine, which can do the rest, so it can do the cutting. But the main issue within this objective is to make sure that the gem we are calculating is completely within the rust zone, so that nothing is outside. And that's quite hard to tell a computer how to track this. So what we do is we use a mathematical field which is called semi-infinite optimization. I will explain it in the name later. But in the terminology of this field, the faceted gem is usually called design and the rust zone is called container. And now the question is how to formulate this condition, this feasibility condition that the design is within the container. That means the faceted gem is within the rust zone. And for this, what we do is we describe the design by a small set of functions in such a way that the points are within the design if and only if the functions evaluated for these points are smaller or equal than zero. And we do the same for the container. We have another set of functions describing the container in such a way that if the functions are smaller or equal than zero, exactly if the point is within the container. And then we know if all functions for the container are smaller than zero, for all points for which the functions of the design are smaller than zero, the design must be within the container. And in this way, we get another way of expressing the condition, the faceted gem lies within the rough zone. However, the bad thing is that usually the number of points of the, of the design is infinite, and that's also where the name semi-infinite optimization comes from. We have finitely many functions, but the number of points to be checked is infinite. Well, so that's why this condition still cannot be used by a computer efficiently. But what we can do now, luckily, is we can still simplify it. And for this, we don't need to look at all the points within the design, but we need to look only at those points which are closest to the outside of the container. And for this, we consider the points of the design which maximize one of the functions describing the container. And if any of these points have a function value which is larger than zero, we know that the design is not contained within the container. Or the other way around, if all of these points have a function value smaller than zero, the design is within the container. And this, fortunately, is something we can tell the computer because this can be described by a set of equations. And if we add these equations to the constraints of the optimization problem, we get a new formulation which is kind of a standard optimization problem. Even it's a little bit harder than usual. Speaking of harder than usual, it's much more difficult to cut other gemstones than it is to cut diamonds, right? Yeah, that's correct. Not necessarily from the mechanics, but more from the mathematical point of view, because for the uh, diamonds, the possibilities are smaller. Diamonds usually consist of uh, carbonate, and carbonate uh, has a specific crystal structure. And as a consequence, the rough stones of, for diamonds have a hexagonal cross-section or some hexagonal shape, and the possibilities to position and to orient the faceted gem within such stones are rather limited. Furthermore, also the possible shapes for diamonds are small, there are not too many of them. 
and that's why the finding the optimal diamond or the virtual diamond uh, for a given rustum is usually easier than for other gemstones. For other gemstones, there are large varieties of different shapes, like round, oval, trillion, navet, and much more. And there are also different styles of arranging the facets for these faceted gems. These facetings are usually called Portuguese or Cylon, and there are some more. And we have, furthermore, we have some more freedoms of choosing the parameters of the shapes, so and the positions and orientation. And that's why finding the optimal shapes or the optimal solutions for colored gemstones is usually much more difficult than for diamonds. Gemstone cutting really looks like an art uh, that would take years to be good at. Can algorithms or automatically generated plans be as good? Indeed, it's a big challenge to capture what the human cutters know, to capture these knowledge into mathematical formula. On the one hand, we have a large variety of, of shapes and cutting styles, as I said before. And on the other hand, we have also somehow put that what is considered as beautiful into something like numbers which is not clear how to do it in the beginning. But what one can do is to study the work of the human cutters in detail and try to retrieve some kind of uh, appropriate principles for this. And it, indeed, it turns out that there are some kind of proportions, like relations between height and length and width, which are important for capturing what is beautiful. And if we have the right parameterization of this, we can define some bounds so we cannot be too too ugly. And if we do that, we get something which is still quite close to what the human cutters can do. And in the end, um, the, what a machine can cut is usually much more precise than what a human cutter can do. And the good thing about the same internet and modeling approach is that all these possibilities of modeling the shapes can still be put into formulas which can be dealt with by semi internet optimization. Is there anything you'd like to add? I mentioned before the cutting machine, so constructing such a machine is not easy, but it's necessary to make the mathematical approach work. Uh, the best result of some optimization is not worth very much if it cannot be transferred to real rough zones, and human cutters are usually not able to transfer the numbers which the optimization algorithm calculated into real shapes. Therefore, we need an automatic cutting machine, but this is more like an engineering task problem than a mathematical problem. That's Dr. Volker Mag, who's at the Fraunhofer Institute for Industrial Mathematics. Volker, thanks very much. You're welcome.